show, episode 20 of the winning program. Let me emphasize the 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 winning program podcast, episode 20. And you know, recently we had a high school, bro. We had a high school now. Recently graded. What's high school? Never heard of it. I'm an undergrad now. Talk to me now. Now we undergrads and um. Yeah, finishing up the school year, and we're also finishing up the NBA season with the semi-conference finals out of the way, and now the conference finals. We got we got a lot to catch up on because we recently missed, or yeah, we missed the Phoenix Sun series where they dropped the Mavs in seven games. And the Dallas Mavericks series where they took down the Phoenix Suns. That's how I like to talk about it. They took down, yeah, I mean, they took down arguably, like the best, best team with the best record, arguably. Yeah, that was. And I mean, Team Doncic is still lost, but you know, there's still there's still some fault for the Suns. Mm-hmm. You know, the Mavs are good and all, but n- now we're seeing them against the Warriors. It's gonna look like they're gonna go to that. Yeah. Five. We'll see. Yeah, but um, quick overview. Um, Miami beat the. Philadelphia 76ers, you know, James Harden continued to struggle, and Joel Embiid was never healthy. Yep, Miami, yep, Miami took it. Easy work. Um, the Boston Celtics took down the Milwaukee Bucks in seven games. You know, Giannis was very good. Best player in the league, as always. But um, They did not sit there. Yeah, you know, they didn't have their second-best player, and at the end of the day, the elite defense of the Boston Celtics, and the Bucks literally just giving them open three-point shots was the playing their downfall but hey it happens the Celtics took advantage of Jason Tatum and yeah um, and then but the best player in the league Grant Williams Grant just Williams kidding. depoy he should have won depoy yeah, okay yeah no, keep up. you sound like Jeff Van Gundy <laughs> now nah. bro do they have they got two lockdown uh wings they got Grant Williams and Bronny James yeah they're absolute beasts but yeah yeah this year we saw we saw both teams who won the conference last year go out in the semifinals. We saw the number one seed, Phoenix Suns, 64 wins, get taken down by and the Luka Doncic. So 64 wins. Meant nothing. Just to go out in the semifinals. Just for Chris Paul to choke yet again in his career. We saw Chris Paul and we, we, and we saw Devin Booker pass. For like the last three games of that Mavericks series. Choke under the pressure. They choked. They said they choked under the pressure, and they aren't good enough. And now we're seeing, and I think some blame, you know, it's got to go on Coach of the Year Monty Williams for not making adjustments on Doncic and just getting demolished. And now, man, man had like seventy plus points. And now it looks like DeAndre Ayton is really out of his way in Phoenix. And if that's going to be the case, while he isn't the best center, there's no way Phoenix really upgrades on him. So if they lose him this summer to another team offering him a max contract, they won't really get better. They'll only get worse, you know. Yeah, it'd be hard for the Suns to replace a player like Da. Like how? It's how hard to upgrade. You can re- try to replace. It's upgrade, hard to upgrade. Yeah. yeah, it'd be hard to upgrade him because he's still a he's still a great talent. And then this free agency class is pretty weak, to be honest. Yeah, it's weak, but you know we've been seeing Da. You know he's been improving in his scoring, but it really just is outdated defensively. There's no aggression either, and he's a pretty average rebounder, to be honest, for a seven-footer. Yeah, 
with him being physical, you know, he came out of the problems throughout even even series last year. And yeah, against the Bucks, I still remember that Pat Connaughton was still out there. Yeah, he's, he's having PTSD. So everyone, everyone, when you listen to this, just think about Dominic um, giving you your condo- condolences. He's even man. last year with the condolences, they're up two zero in the finals. Chris Paul really choked that. again, and even in the speech and series, Suns are up three two, and they they dropped the last. You were up two zero, three two. Even game seven back in uh, Phoenix, at it was over at halftime. At halftime, twenty seven points. Doc with twenty seven points. So really, no excuses for the Suns. We'll see what they do this offseason and the CBA is going to get them for a max contract. Will he get know. it from Phoenix? I don't know if he'll get it from Phoenix. I don't know if he's showed it this season. And we're also he seeing... He hasn't. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't. Going to Philly. Going, going to Philly. And we're also seeing Devin Booker looking for a max. And as we saw, like, the first second, all the all-NBA teams in the East, you know, we saw him. And, well, we saw him on the first team. So crazy. If he doesn't get the contract, the max contract that Miami has, I think he deserves it. For sure, I think Devin Booker deserves it. Well, yeah, he he's played well enough to get it for the regular season at least. Um, but you know, what happened happened, and now we got to get into the series that we've been watching right now. So currently, we're about we're more than halfway through the current rounds of the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. Um, on one side of the spectrum, out out west. We got the Dallas Mavericks facing the Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors are up 3-1 currently. And, um, you know, it's crazy. Dallas has no answer for them right now. You know, the Warriors are playing this really good zone. You know, it's either a box and one. It's a triangle and two or two and two. Or it's um a one, two. No, no, it's a, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's like a one, two, one zone. Is that it? It's like nah, a zone. it's a two, two, one. Yeah, it's like a 2-2-1 zone they're playing on the Mavs right now. They're just locking Luka. Well, not locking because you can't really lock Luka. He still averaging over 30 points. Yeah, but he's still going to score. But, you they're know, they're, to yeah, they're just trying to contain him, throw as many bodies as possible at him. And Dallas' three-point offense isn't working, you know? Yeah, we've seen, like, we see Dallas has shooters, like three-point shooters. And, you know, some defensive hesitance. Uh, Finney Smith, Hardaway, who's really running things. But compared to the Warriors, that really doesn't amount to much. That was really simple three-point shooting. PTSD. They have PTSD. Poole, Thompson, Steph, Draymond. And we've seen three members already have championship experience. And, you know, they drafted Jordan pretty late in the first round. Absolute steal. Absolute steal. But he did come from U of M, so. But, um. I think I drafted like 2019, 2020, absolute steal. And we're seeing the way along with Steph Curry as well. And then the defensive player for Draymond. I, I think, it, yeah, that's that's too much for Luka to handle. As he doesn't have like another star as the Warriors don't. Jalen Brunson and Spencer Dinwiddie aren't They're good enough, you know. Um, yeah. I remember back in 2018 watching the Houston Rockets, um, two elite ball handlers, two elite pick-and-roll playmakers, and one of the most elite scorers of all time, James Harden and Chris Paul on those teams. Um, they lived and died by the high pick and roll and high screen action. They lived and died by the three-point shot. And we saw that it did not work even with two of the greatest playmakers of all time. And now you're asking Luka Doncic to do that with Jalen Brunson and Spencer Dinwiddie. And I just think that we're at the point in the NBA where we have to stop trying to be 
more modern, quote-unquote. We have to stop trying to modernize offense so much. You can't win by only the three-point shot. I think that it's literally impossible just to be that consistent at shooting the outside shot. Um, Houston proved that. And if Mike D'Antoni, an NBA great coach, couldn't do that his whole career with Steve Nash, James Harden, Chris Paul, so many other good players, I don't think you can expect Luka Doncic to do that right now, no matter how good he is. Um, So Dallas definitely has to get a second star player, second ball handler, hopefully. Um, They need to improve the defense, but offensively, you know, it can't just be live and die by the three. There's got to be more. Yeah, I'd say I'd say Doncic and Luka can come like you know close enough to like two deep. He's got a little more size than like Luka does. Mm-hmm. I think he can still calm down. Yeah, um, he can play out the post. Man. That's what makes him so good too. He can still play in the paint. We haven't seen him like you know pass out in the paint like too much. But um, too small. He's too small. But yeah, I think what Dallas needs is another star because you know we're already seeing right now. You know they don't have a second star, but they have good role players. Decent role players, you know. Yeah, with, and with that one star, and then the rest are kind of quiet. And they need to arguably like contend with them, with the best of them. They're just not good enough at shooting Dallas, you know. I mean, in the regular season, the Queen shot about thirty-five percent from deep, and um, in the postseason, they shot forty percent from deep in the second round against the Suns. So right now, they're shooting really poorly against the Warriors, and it just goes to show that the roster, while it's built off the three-point shot. It's not even the best three-point shooting roster, and they're just not good enough. And I don't think that it's possible to put a team together good enough at shooting to just live and die by it. So, you know, um, Golden State's currently up 3-1. I think we're both saying Warriors in five. Warriors going to take Warriors it. Um, Warriors going to take it tonight. Um, make their way back to the finals again. You know, what is that? It's like the sixth final in, like, nine years. Like, yeah. It's crazy. It's uh, not eight years, years. yeah. And it's kind of been a minute, yeah, but they're back, you know. Um, and now we got to see who they're playing going over to the Eastern Conference. Going over to the East, and then, yeah, we're seeing, we're seeing the Celtics win the series. Houston. Lead you know, right now, yeah. We're looking to close it out, which I think that's going to be sick. But see what the Heat can bring. I mean, the Heat are just going through so much right now, you know. Um, Jimmy Butler's just injured since game two. Um, Tyler Hero got injured. Kyle Lowry is playing horrendously. I, he's come back from um, a hamstring injury. Obviously, you can give him the um, you know the age talk. Yeah, but don't forget he's got you know he's 36 years old off a hamstring injury that isn't healed. He's trying to play, but at the end of the day, he can't shoot as bad as he did last time when he had that leg break. Like, yeah. just not good enough for me, man. You know, and I just have a problem with Miami's offense. You know, and so many of their off-ball actions. They got, like, two dudes in the same corner. They make it so easy to um, help off, right? And when you have an elite defense like the Boston Celtics with the size and the versatility that they have on the court, if you put P.J. Tucker and Max Struess in the same corner, one dude's going to split the difference while the other person rotates into the paint to help on any penetration, right? And it's these constant rotations, switches, and everything that um, the Celtics are doing that's just blowing up the Heat's frankly bad offense you know the heat were the top three-point shooting team in the league this season but i mean that was in the regular season um there are a lot of variables to that but in the postseason they don't have any identifiable game except playing through their star player and while that's normally fine in the postseason because that's when your star players have to come through because offensive sets don't always work 
you know, Jimmy Butler still just isn't that guy for every single game in the playoffs, you know. And um, Miami's offense is struggling big time. Like, um, Boston's defense is great, but Miami's offense just isn't good either. And, um, you know, defensively, I don't know, but Miami just doesn't have the size to deal with Jason Tatum, you know. If it's not the only people on there that you can have guarding Tatum is Butler, PJ, or Bam. But then you need Bam on one of the big dudes because the fucking Celtics got two of them on the court. So that takes Bam out. You got P.J. Tucker on Tatum, but the Celtics are finding it very easy to get Tucker off of him. And then they can't have Jimmy Butler guarding him all game because Jimmy Butler's the only bright spot offensively. So at the end of the day, there's just so many problems for this Miami Heat team. And as Joel Embiid tweeted last night, Miami needs a second star. Yeah, I think Miami should get a second star and, you know, throughout the season we should see a second star. Especially Jimmy Butler from the three-point shot because we're seeing, like, the point defense, like, in the regular season. The whole team last night, goodness gracious, they were hitting shots, like, literally air balls hitting the net or, like, just grazing off front rim. Yeah, offensively, we're seeing them struggle, and a defensive presence outside of Bam, you know, there's really not one, and that's that's where they're getting exposed by the Blazers. Offensively and defensively, throughout the season. I mean, they, they can get you on both sides. Yeah, like, there's effort on defense because that's, like, quote-unquote heat culture. But at the end of the day, you know, when you just don't have the personnel to guard, like, the 6'10 Jason Tatum, when you got, like, 6'4 Max Struess or um, what's the other dude's name, or you got, like, that short Gabe Vincent dude on Jason Tatum, like you know. Oh, man, dude. Jason Tatum eats that up all day long, you know. Like, when he's real cooking. And he's continuing to show why he deserves to be named as a superstar in the NBA as a top 10 player in the league and you know he's only going to get better with years to come and more experience and consistency i think he proved it with um with all nba with a first team all nba oh he deserved it Great much deserved year. he's improved so much defensively i know boston fans love that so even on his pretty bad nights this postseason offensively he's always put the effort in defensively and when you got a team like this a leader like al horford and marcus smart you're just bound to be good, so I really think that um, Boston takes this in six, and we're gonna have a Celtics Warriors finals. The Celtics, I think the Celtics Warriors finals will be a good one. We were just talking about it. I think I think Warriors will get it done before seven games. But you know, it can arguably go to seven because we've seen the depth, like both these teams present. Celtics both. get better. Yeah, the Celtics have better depth. But then um, you got the championship pedigree for them going straight. That's true. And then this is Jason Tatum's, you know, well, basically Celtics' first time, mm-hmm. or like the players on the team, their first time in the uh, NBA Finals. So we just got to see how they'll do with that adversity. Yeah, so um, when I look at the NBA Finals prediction that we just put out of Warriors and Celtics, um, I see how Boston struggled at times against this Miami defense, you know, across like the first few games, like game um, – Game one and game three, you like know. The early games. Yeah, um, they just didn't know how to face it, right? And Miami has a great defense, don't get me wrong. And Boston and Miami have the top two defenses in the postseason right now, and it's not close. But in reality, the defense that gets overlooked the most is Golden State. They may not have the personnel, but they have the scheme and they have the coaching, you know. And um, when these they throw out these zones, when you have one of the greatest defensive leaders of all time in Draymond Green. And when you have just a culture and intensity of defense 
leading into the offense, which has won them multiple championships over the time. I just don't see a way how um, this Celtics offense thrives to win four games against Golden State, you know. Um, I think they can defend Golden State. You know, you switch everything on these off-ball screens with Curry, Poole, and Thompson, um, blah, blah, blah. You try to slow down Green's passing and screen setting. But at the end of the day, is Boston's offense good enough to stop the Warriors' defense? I mean, for good enough to overcome the Warriors' defense? I don't know, to be honest. And if that happens, I think we're looking at something like Warriors in six, maybe. Another Warriors chip. Yeah, yeah, we can see the Warriors' defense being slept down. But it seems lame that he's won three sports before. I do think he's going that. He could have won it this year if he was healthy. He could have won it this year, but yeah, he did. Uh, he just dealt with injuries. But now they're all back. Bring us back together. PTSD. Gonna be still going to the finals. And it, it's just hard to beat. I think it's hard to beat a team with you know Steph playing out back and Draymond, and then you know now the rise of Jordan Poole. I don't know naming those four players. It's gonna be hard to beat a team like that in three years. So um, for the new trophies that we recently introduced, right, um, the Western Conference MVP and the Eastern Conference MVP, right now who are we okay. looking for both of those awards right now? The Western Conference MVP. It's got to it's gotta be Steph Curry, right? It's got to be Steph. He's been I don't know pretty good. Yeah. I, other than I think game four, Curry's been great. You know, I think it was game three he was just going off, literally just destroying the Mavericks. I mean, he was having fun out there, you, know, you know, waving bye-bye when he hit the no, that was game two. Yeah, game two. He was waving bye-bye when he hit the shot or something. It was like, good night. This is what know. Steph Curry does, and we just see him get hot from the three-point. And, yeah, we just see him have bad games. Like, he just doesn't play good defense. But that's where that's where the other two guys come from. So. But then when it comes playoff time, you know, that's where the all-time greats separate themselves from the rest, you know, and that's what Curry does in these big games. But, yeah, we'll see. You know, we'll see how both these series play out. So Eastern Conference Finals oh, East, MVP, Eastern Conference. I mean, it's gotta be Jason Curry. Yeah, JT. He's only nineteen. No way. No. <laughs> he's not nineteen. I wouldn't be shocked. But I was like, he's not nineteen. Nah, he's not that cause, young. nah, cause remember after the Eastern Conference Finals when they lost to LeBron in twenty eighteen, everyone was like, Tatum will be back. He's only nineteen. And like they, they just oh, used yeah. that. They used that thing for like four or five years. It was funny. We've seen his game develop from that, you know, that series. Yeah, yeah, go. Comeback know. series. Came back from two zero down, you know. But you know, it'll be fun to see Tatum for his final game to see how he does against this great Warriors team. I mean, these are just our predictions right now. Um, obviously, I'm almost 100 percent sure the yeah. Warriors are going to win. You don't blow a three zero lead. You never know. Um, hopefully not. They're not playing against LeBron, so he shouldn't be that scared. But um, who knows? Miami could turn it all around and smoke Boston in the last two games. But Right now, we're looking at the Boston Celtics as making it out of the East, so we'll see how that goes. Then, yeah, we'll see. You know, we'll also see Jason Tatum as the Eastern Conference MVP, as well as the Finals MVP. Eastern Conference Finals MVP. Yeah, you get Basically. it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But, um, yeah, we'll see, see how it stacks up. And, yeah, I'm looking at the Mavs come back, too. I don't think so. But There's no if they way. Do, There's if no they do, way. I think Doncic. He'll definitely make this top ten team. Dude, if you put Miami on that right now, I wonder how much a bet would give you with the current odds. 
Mavericks win the series in set. Like, there's no way. Rio's impossible. Rio's impossible. It's never been done. Rio's never been done. I think three one has though. Yeah, a couple yeah. times. Yeah, but um, three O's never been done. Dude, there's gotta be a foot for every country. Uh, of of course, but like. Bro, that same <laughs> drag out, dude. That would drag out all these tournaments, dude. If that happens. Uh, well, yeah, we'll get into June for like the last two games. Yeah, but um, you know something that would be funny. So once the Warriors went up three zero, everyone was putting out narratives on Twitter like, yeah, Warriors back in finals. People that believe the Warriors are gonna win were like, okay, who's gonna be the, um, who's gonna be the um, NBA Finals MVP? And you know, Clay Thompson hasn't been that good so far, right? So we're scratching him off the list. You know, Draymond's not the same Draymond from 2016 offensively, so we scratch that off the list. So you got two people left. You know, you got Steph Curry and you got Jordan Poole coming off the bench, and it's kind of funny because you know, Steph Curry has never won a Finals MVP. You know, we could argue that he should have won in 2015, but they gave it to, to Andre Iguodala for, hold up, holding, I'm quoting this, holding LeBron to 36, 13, and 9. Yeah, LeBron shot like 41% from the field, Dude, but like, LeBron, LeBron owned that team, man. But, yeah. uh, I, I don't know why they'd give the Finals MVP to Iguodala over Curry that year. Yeah, Curry's Your money maker, Steph Curry. Yeah, but um, that was 2015, you know, then 2017 and 2018, uh, Kevin Durant won it both years. But in 2019, if the Warriors had won that series, Steph Curry no doubt was the Finals MVP. He played really well in that series. People don't talk about him enough. Yeah, but with KD on the team, like, maybe people would talk about him a little too. But yeah, when he was on the Warriors, he was just like, and I, and I kind of overshadowed Curry, but it kind of helped. Arguably the best point guard to ever play the game. So. Mm, definitely, not gonna say that. <laughs> from from <laughs> a great, from a greatness standpoint, but, but skill, yeah, of course. But um, you know, so it'll be kind of funny if Curry fails to win Finals MVP again. You know, like Jordan Poole come and sneaks that thing off the bench. You know, Poole could come out here and average like twenty seven a game off the what bench. Because, you know, he's like come first year comeback player. Do you think Clay just turns up all the time? I I still think. I, st- I still think he needs more time. Like, I feel like he'll get back to it, like, halfway through next season. Yeah, it's his first season back from that ACL injury, so. And his shot selection is kind of wild, you know. He's taking so many mid-range jumpers, it's kind of, like, confusing me. Yeah, we're still seeing him get back in the game, but it's still so vague we just don't know where he's at. But we've already seen the chemistry. Mm-hmm. Winning chemistry with Andrew Wiggins is still can we talk about Andrew Wiggins right bro, now? Andrew Wiggins, bro. Why did I, we forgot about Andrew Wiggins. Did you see him dunk on Luca's? Oh, my and God. Do Andrew Wiggins catching body out here? You know, um, he's been playing pretty good defense on Luka Doncic recently. And he's just been in the flow offensively, you know. It's just said that Steph Curry makes players around him better. And it's nothing. And it couldn't be closer to the truth, you know. Um. Kevin Durant was better with Steph Curry on his team. Klay Thompson's better with Steph Curry on his team. Steph Curry is making Andrew Wiggins look like an all-star right now he's again. I mean, he was, but, like, you know, yeah. it's just kind of clunky, you know, with it. But right now, Andrew Wiggins is playing great ball because of Steph Curry and his quote-unquote gravity. We're seeing, yeah, we think we're seeing Andrew Wiggins on the season shooting, like, I think it's over 40% from three. Maybe. Something. I don't don't quote us on that. I don't even know. Maybe. 
I don't think he's that good at three point shooting because low key versus um who they play in the second round. Uh, the no 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 the Grizzlies. Low key the Grizzlies were sagging off Wiggins. I remember one game in Memphis, the game where he was like three open shots in the clutch and he booked them all. I was sitting there scratching my head like ah. I mean, when it comes to playoff time, he's just never that good. We've seen peaks where twenty six points like a hat. <laughs> when Phoenix the when Suns. the opposing player on the other team has twenty seven points, so you just never know what happens. Hey y'all, pray for Dominic. You know he's still going through it. His Phoenix Suns got whooped. Hey, you gotta pray for the Phoenix Suns because they. See a fucking beauty boy up there. Yeah. But um We're having fun, man. You know, NBA finals coming up soon. This is business time. It's been business time, you know. We started up in April. Playoffs are going, everything is fun, man. I can't wait to see who we see in the finals. Can't wait to watch the finals, you know. I remember uh I remember the beginning of the year felt like the year was fast and crazy. I know, and it definitely was crazy, you know. Everyone's finals pick was Lakers Nets, and watch what happened. Both of those teams, Cancun, real quick. Lakers after regular season finish, and then um, for the Nets, just a few days after, you know, after getting swept. Yeah, swept by the Pelicans. Man, I remember I, I remember saying Nets in six, and then when Boston just came out no, there. No, I Celtics were going to Nets in six. Dude, the... Oh, I mean, I said Nets in six, and then the Celtics came out and swept them. I had never seen that defense before, bro. That was just Dude, regular Nets NBA. Like no defense. Yeah, of course not. They suck. Dude, they only run through KD, Kyrie, like, and then wash up like the. I don't know who else. Nah, is. Bruce Brown. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Brown. No, he's actually he's 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 he's, like he's, he's uh Seth Seth Curry though. Seth Curry, but he's been like he's still had pretty bad teams. But defensively, they suck. They suck. They have, they have no Black one. Man, but they have no one. Yeah. But yeah, they're, they're pretty bare. And we saw that Dallas team. Well, let's go, boys. That was episode 20 of the Winning Program Podcast. B. <clears throat> well, I guess that's it. And we'll see y'all right before the NBA Finals. Can't wait. Have a good one. Go Lakers.